Casey Thompson has hit the transfer portal. Is that a name that the Florida Gators should look to add to their quarterback room? We're going to talk about that here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. Listen numero uno of the day and you every dayers know that I am just drained already. Happy Monday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Written work with whole nine sports, Giants country, NFL 33. Um, hope that your team had an awesome draft, whichever NFL team that is. I hope that they drafted a bunch of great players, unless they're in the NFC East. Then I hope that, then I hope that there were bad drafts. But today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. And now we're going to spend today talking about Casey Thompson, former Texas and Nebraska quarterback that has hit the portal as a grad transfer and He's looking at a few SEC schools, and of course, how it goes with Florida is that a quarterback hits the portal, a quarterback that was once highly rated hits the portal, and it instantly becomes the Florida Gators should pursue him. Here's my take on it. Whether or not they should, I don't think they will, but again, we don't know because it's pretty much hush-hush. We haven't heard much activity that does not mean that there isn't much activity. My assumption would be recruits have been told or, or portal recruits have been told, do not say if you were talking to Florida or whatever, because last year Florida did that and lost a bunch of guys to schools like Miami. Um, so I, I'm, that's my assumption here. But when we look at Casey Thompson, because he is someone that you should at least talk about, right? And should at least look at. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably swing on him. Again, I don't think Florida will. I probably would if I were Florida. But when you look at Casey Thompson, he's not an amazing passer. Like, like he's not incredible. He's got an above average arm. He can get the ball where he needs to get it with enough zip where, you know, oh, he's throwing an out route, pick it off. Like that's not really a concern with Casey Thompson. There's a reason he was highly touted at a certain point because he had those physical tools that can be molded into this guy might actually become a pretty high caliber starting quarterback for us. So that's why he's, he's got enough arm to get that done. Plenty of arm to get that done. One thing he does that I, I really did like when I watched the tape is of course I had to watch some tape because I'm, I'm a nerd. That's what I do. Um, did the same thing with Montana Limonius Craig, and I will do this with Casey Thompson or did this with Casey Thompson as well. One thing that Casey Thompson does really well is the way that he rainbows the ball on deep passes. I love it. Um, accuracy needs a little bit of a, by, by, like, by rainbow the balls. I mean, when you watch, uh, we'll say Russell Wilson and the way he just loops it so, so perfectly over defenders, obviously Casey Thompson is not Russell Wilson, but when you watch the way that he can loop the ball and it just falls into the bucket with great touch, like that's something Casey Thompson does pretty consistently 
Um, I would like to see him do it more often outside the hashes. He did a lot inside or outside the numbers, I guess, but he did a lot inside the numbers. Um, but I'd prefer to see him work more sideline and sideline stuff, not sideline to sideline, but sideline and sideline stuff, uh, and less just keeping it over the middle of the field. But again, that's hard to fault him for considering Nebraska was the, was the, uh, the team that had him doing that. So it's hard to really fault him. And yes, like I said, accuracy needs touch. Uh, timing needs a little bit of work, but touch is there. Like he throws a great deep ball as far as running the football, because whether or not you want your quarterback to run the football, that's a thing that they're, that's, that's 2023. Welcome to it. Cause quarterbacks run the football now. Uh, Casey Thompson is pretty mobile, but he wasn't used as a design runner, which we could talk about later, but he is pretty mobile. But I did have a little bit of an issue with, he would drop back and he would extend the play with his legs, which is an awesome thing to do. He would extend the play with his legs and then he'd look to throw the ball, even if there was wide open space in front of him. And I realize it might sound a little nitpicky, but when it comes down to situational football, you have to be willing to tuck and run as a quarterback. We saw Anthony Richardson do it multiple times. And and look, AR had his flaws. We know that. AR had his flaws. But when it was third and short and we needed a first down, he has no problem picking that up with his legs. Like You could extend the play all you want, and you can look for the pass all you want. But if the run is clearly there, you have to be willing to take it. That was honestly the biggest issue I had when watching Casey Thompson play football, was just that there were quite a few times where I felt like he had the rushing lane and he just didn't take it. Whether or not the play worked out is irrelevant to me. I'm I'm a process-based person, so I don't care if you made the wrong decision, but it worked out well. So you're like, oh, I did do No, you didn't. The right decision was pick up the first down with your legs because it's right in front of you. So he was a bit hesitant to take off and run. And I don't know if it was because I know that there are plenty of quarterbacks who go, oh, well, you know, I'm a quarterback. I want to throw the football. Yeah, you can do that. So I don't know if it was just him in his mind going, we need to throw the football or if he just I, I, I don't know, like maybe he doesn't want to get hit something, but. Uh, it was something that I, I kind of needed to see him improve upon. And we'll see if he does go to Florida. Um, if Florida is pursuing him, we'll see. But if he does come to Florida, that's something that I would need to see him improve upon because you're especially going to be in an offense that's going to need you to not be, you don't have to be AR. But if you can be Cam Rising, maybe like over at Utah, where like, if the play is there with your legs, you take it, you pick up the first down, and you become a backbreaker to defenses on third down, that'd be awesome. But Casey Thompson, as far as I'm concerned, solid passer. Accuracy needs a bit of work. Doesn't have a cannon for an arm, which is fine. Again, like I, I am totally of the belief where if you have an above-average arm, like as long as you can make the throws that you're going to be asked to make, I don't care whether or not you can throw the ball 74 yards like Anthony Richardson. I don't care because he didn't do that in game. That's not something that you're ever really asked to do. And if you are asked to do it, it's probably not going to develop the way that you're expecting it to develop. So I don't care about that, but I will say, yeah, accuracy 
is something that needs touch. I hate saying, I hate that I keep saying accuracy needs touch because I then always follow it up with, but his touch is nice. Um, getting the ball in a ideal situation for his receivers to catch and run is something that needs development. Absolutely. Touch is there. And I need to see him not be afraid to pull the trigger a little bit. He also is a little bit hesitant actually throwing the ball into tight windows, which does worry me a little bit. Um, but then again, and by that, I mean, he doesn't attempt them. So he might be a little bit too conservative there, but we'll talk about his fit with this Florida team and scheme, uh, because that is something that obviously does need to be considered. But first, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. And they've been, I'm telling you, they've been awesome. Uh, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. And that's up to $1,000 back in, in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. But I am going to tell you that I did place a very, very nice bet of uh, Stetson Bennett, yeah, Georgia quarterback, getting drafted in the fourth round because it was plus 1,600. So I did it, and Stetson Bennett got drafted in the fourth round. It was a stupid decision, but the NFL does stupid things sometimes. But you can go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Thanks again for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're still talking Casey Thompson here, and we're going to focus a little bit more on his fit with Billy Napier and this just Florida Gators team right now. The first thing that we have to talk about is that there were quite a bit of times where Florida – uh, where Casey Thompson struggled under pressure. And I don't mean struggled as in, nope, I'm just going to fall. I like, he's not Peyton Manning it there, but when he was working under pressure, he would rush his throws and, and try to like force things that weren't there. And it would either lead to bad incompletions or interceptions. He does a pretty good job of actually extending the play with his legs. Like he does a pretty solid job of, maneuvering up into the pocket, sliding left or right if he has to, rolling out. And then he d he does something that I do love um, where I was talking about it last segment where I was like, oh, like, well, he, he, you know, extends the play and then he's looking for the pass and he won't take the run. I do love that he rolls to the sideline and he's like, okay, well, let me look for the pass. If it's there or like, or like if it's smart, but if you roll to the side and there's no corner in your way. There's no linebacker in your way. It's a DN that's crashing down from the hash marks. You need to move. Um, so that, that's struggle. So he does a good job of extending the plays. It's just when he's throwing under pressure, he gets really bad at times. Um, and, and so that would worry me, not just because he's working under pressure. And I know that the Florida Gators offensive line is going to improve from the spring game. but Given the current state of the offensive line, you know, maybe Micah Mizuka, maybe Micah Mizuka isn't ready for week one. Maybe Kingsley Aguakin has a setback and he's not ready for week one. There's unpredictable things that happen. And the spring game showed the offensive line just not being it. Granted, without 
two of their most experienced starters, one of those being one of the best guards in the country, the best returning guard in the country, according to PFF. So that's why I'm like, okay, if the offensive line doesn't improve and Casey Thompson were to transfer to Florida and Casey Thompson were to win the starting quarterback battle, that would be a massive problem because he's not well-equipped to operate under pressure like that. Again, he could extend the plays, but it's what he does after that that's kind of worrisome. Like I, I like that you're still looking for the pass. That was one of my favorite things about Drew Brees was when you're extending the play, you keep your eyes downfield and you're looking for the pass. But you have to learn when you have to take the ball and run. And so that's something that he doesn't do. And, and just, again, when he does sit in the pocket, and I will give him credit, he is willing to just take the hit. Uh, and that's something that you don't see from a lot of like he's willing to stand and hang and just try to get rid of the ball. And again, that's something that you don't really see a ton. But again, he he struggled while he was under pressure, whether he was getting hit or not, or just pressure was coming in. He struggled there. Uh, another thing he does that I, I love, and you'll learn this the more you listen to this show, if you choose to come back. I love it when a quarterback is willing to throw the ball away and he does that. Um, but Going back to how he fits with this offense, that's great. Running the, uh, being willing to throw the football away, not great. How he works under pressure, and he wasn't used much as a designed runner. That's not to say he can't do it, because again, Nebraska was kind of just weird with how they operated in certain situations. So Nebraska was a little weird. Maybe they weren't uh, confident in their depth which we saw Billy Napier do last year. But Casey Thompson, as a runner, I need to see him be able to actually move and, and be allowed to do that. I can't tell you what he can or can't do. I can tell you that he wasn't used as a runner in 2022. Um, that just wasn't something that he did. He wasn't really used as a runner in 2021 much, little bit, but not much. Um and yeah, 2020 was nine carries total. One of them was a scramble. So he's, he's not someone that has experience running, but also he's had success pretty much every time he runs the football. Like he fumbles every now and then, but that's, you know, he's a quarterback. Um, but he has success when he runs the football. And like, he's not afraid to take hits. I'm, I'm saying that last year, 152 yards after contact. He had 180 total rushing yards. He's not afraid to get hit. It's that he's he wasn't given the green light to run too much at Nebraska or Texas. And like I, I would need to see him do that consistently because it's also different when you're running on scrambles versus designed runs because designed runs, he had 12 last year. He had 12. He had 38 carries, 12 designed runs last year. So this isn't something that he was ever really asked to do or ever really given the green light to do. And, and I would like to see him use him that way because he would be using that way at least a little bit at Florida. Like we know Anthony Richardson didn't run too much because of quarterback depth, which Billy Napier and this staff say that they're confident with Graham Mertz and Jack Miller III as starters. Because of course, when you look at last year, it was Anthony Richardson injured Jack Miller Jalen Kitna was a freshman. Like, so there really wasn't depth this year. If you bring in Casey Thompson, you at the very least have Graham Mertz there. So 
we would actually see the quarterback get more involved in the running game. And Casey Thompson, again, never seen him do it consistently, but he has had success doing it. For the rest of the quarterback room in 2023, Casey Thompson being added to the mix is an odd one for me. Like I said, like I would at least pursue Casey Thompson a little bit. But it's also weird because Graham Mertz was a high-ranking recruit that didn't pan out at his first spot. Jack Miller III was a high-ranking recruit, got hurt and fell, and didn't work out at his first spot. Casey Thompson was a high-ranking recruit that started for two years and didn't work out at his first or second spot. My concern here when I'm talking about this, I'm not against a transfer portal quarterback, but I am saying that if you're going for a transfer portal quarterback, you have to start swinging harder. Like sure. Graham Mertz is a single. Sure. Jack Miller, honestly, when he was coming from Ohio state to Florida was, was a bunt. And then Casey Thompson, like Casey Thompson would at least be going for a double here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're pushing it a little bit. You're you're going harder for it here. Like, so that's what if you're going for Casey Thompson, at least you're swinging harder. But you're still not swinging for the fences. And when you're Florida, when you're in the SEC, you gotta swing for the fences. And that's what I would like Florida to do. That's why I'm not against these portal quarterbacks. I feel like the quarterbacks that they're picking. I mean, this is gonna sound jerkish i feel like the quarterbacks that they're picking are not the quarterbacks i would pick i've said it multiple times even if you get casey thompson to gainesville will he be able to win over the coaching staff win over the pass catchers which by the way pass catchers like like we all agree that's running back receiver tight end right like people who catch passes just want to make sure because I, I said pass catchers on Twitter and Georgia fans are coming for me. And I was like, okay, this has to be just because a Florida person said it, that you have an issue with that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I completely lost where I was running with it, but basically you got to swing for the fences. That is my point that you have to go for high caliber transfer guys. And if you're not going to go for these super high ranking ones, at least go for young players that you think you can develop. I was saying that uh, I would not go for these quarterbacks. I would swing harder. And that's where I was going where it sounds like I'm being a jerk, but I'm like, like they're going for quarterbacks that I wouldn't go for. Again, Casey Thompson, you can talk to because his ceiling is better than what you have in Florida. So you can talk to Casey Thompson. I don't know if I'd pursue him heavily, but talk to him and that's fine. Graham Mertz probably wouldn't have been someone that I was looking for given who was available in that for in that first portal window. But he's the guy we got. And again, I think he'll be better in Gainesville than he was in Madison, Wisconsin. But he's still not swinging for the fences, especially given who was all in the portal. So I think that there's that. Like even DJ Uangilele, I'm so sorry if I just screwed that up. Um, that's how I heard people say it on ESPN. Um, even with DJ, he's at Oregon State. He was a complete burnout at Clemson. I still would have pursued him because it would have been like, well, I know he's mobile enough to get the job done. I know he's got a big arm. Like if we could put it together, that's great. Graham Mertz isn't that. 
Casey Thompson is closer to that, but still not that. And Jack Miller, the third is not that. And this is not me saying I'm not comfortable with this Florida Gators quarterback room because I'm fine rolling into 2023 with it. My issue is not with Graham Mertz, Casey Thompson, or Jack Miller, the third. My issues with the quarterback is with the uh, coaching staff pursuing those quarterbacks. Like if they're your guys and they can hand the ball off and they can complete easy completions and move the ball, I'm cool with it. I don't need you to be as physically talented as they are, but I would prefer that if you're swinging for portal guys, then you go for players with higher ceilings. And maybe that's just me like getting in my own head about it. Um, but that that's just how I feel about it. Like that's my take on it. And everybody has a take. I try to not be too harsh with mine, but that's my take on it is I think Casey Thompson's worth talking to. Not sure if he's worth offering because like tape's not super impressive. If you're the coaching staff, if you're truly comfortable with Graham Mertz, then why offer someone who's not exceptionally better? Um, and so that that's kind of where I'm at on that, where if you're truly comfortable with Graham Mertz, I don't think Casey Thompson is someone that you look at and you say, we're going to bring you in. Not just we're going to talk to you. We're going to bring you in. So that's where I am on the offer is that the only thing I have to work off of really is the spring game. So that's why I'm like, eh, we'll see with Casey Thompson. Um, or we'll see with Graham Mertz about that confidence in Graham Mertz. Um, so that that's where I'm at with it. That's my take. Casey Thompson is someone I would talk to. Don't know if I'd offer him. I personally am fine rolling with Graham Mertz. He's not great, but again, he's a game manager. He can get the job done and he'll have to be improved compared to what he was in Wisconsin. So I'm cool with that. But thank you for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Florida Gators, probably talk more transfer portal or recruiting. Uh, make sure to check out your favorite Locked On NFL show, whatever your favorite NFL team is, because first off, I'm going to be on a few of them because of the draft, obviously. Other Locked On college hosts are going to be on a few of them because of the draft, and it's just really good content. Locked On Jags is my f- Favorite or second favorite? It's Locked On Saints and Locked On Jags are my two favorite NFL shows that I am not a fan of those teams. So go check them out. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Line Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33, and I'll see you all tomorrow.